Hello, 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 and welcome to the Growing Pearls podcast. This is your host, Shaheen, speaking as usual. I'm so happy that you're here, whether it's your first time listening to this podcast or you've tuned in for another episode. I'm really grateful that we can have this talk today and to kind of introduce a topic that I've been wanting to speak on on the podcast a little bit more, but honestly was feeling unsure and wasn't quite certain how to begin. So I'm not quite sure what I'm going to title this episode, but I know that I I wanted to speak about love and I wanted to speak about relationships. And I'm honestly nervous and it's funny because This is something I talk about with my friends all the time. And so naturally, I was like, okay, I want to create a podcast that wasn't really about self-help, but was about growth and was about reflecting on things that I've learned and come across in my 20s to kind of encourage other people in their 20s as they're going through this decade and to be kind of this type of communal growth thing. Or just to feel validated that, you know, someone else, maybe in a different state, um, somewhere else, um, someone somewhere else in the world with a different background and identity, race, etc. Was also kind of shuffling through these things as well. Someone maybe coming from a very different way of life than you, but also kind of grappling with and experiencing a lot of similar trials and joys and changes and reflections just to just to remind you that you're not alone and you're not crazy and that so many people are experiencing the same thing but in a different way. I think a lot of the reluctance is just coming from a place of being vulnerable about a very vulnerable part of life. Which is funny because, again, I don't really struggle to talk about this or feel this or open up about this in my everyday life. But maybe it's just the idea of it kind of broadcasting um, wider, even though there's not a lot of people listening to the podcast, to my belief, um, right now. But I think it is just been a very vulnerable part of my life and it's... And I knew that once I began to kind of talk about it and open up that can of worms that it would kind of propel me to have to (laughs) have to to kind of share my story and my experience with it. I think I've been afraid to introduce it on the podcast one just like not quite sure knowing how to do that and two because in my own experience, I've never fallen in love with anyone in a romantic way, and I've never been in a relationship with anyone. And there was just this kind of um, imposter syndrome in a sense, like, how can I speak on love if it's not something that I've experienced? But then I question that because even if I've never experienced romantic love with a guy before, it's like I've been loved by family and by friends and I've given love and I've received love from them 
and that's that kind of love is no less than than a romantic relationship and and most importantly I've experienced and known God's love which is unconditional and the ultimate example and most fulfilling love there is and so I often have to challenge myself when I say you know can I speak on this and and I think it's challenging the belief that I've had for myself that well there's this thought that comes in my mind that this feeling of I'm a failure because I haven't you know experienced a thing that I've wanted to experience for a long time which is a healthy and fulfilling relationship you know that kind of idea of being chosen and having a partner and building a life with someone and feeling like I haven't done it and I feel and I think for many years I questioned why and I tried working on myself whether for good reasons or sometimes reasons of just trying to prove that I was worthy or I could be worthy to be in the position of being someone's girlfriend or wife one day and it's just been a whole kind of (laughs) journey for myself and I don't want to get into the mindset that being in a relationship is the destination and then I will be happy and then I will feel less behind than my peers and I'll feel fulfilled that someone chose me and and wanted to be with me you know and it's just it has taken many years to to kind of come to that conclusion So yes, I I do feel myself becoming a little bit more comfortable now that I've opened up just a little bit. Um, But, you know, I couldn't quite pin down what exactly I wanted to talk about when it came to love. So I decided that I would just do a very, (laughs) just very bare and raw, um, just outpour of thoughts and reflections and lessons learned um you know I haven't really dated people I've (laughs) I feel like I've been in a boat of not situationships but weird (laughs) crushes and unrequited love and every situation has been sort of different but sort of similar um but just a weird string I guess I would say of interactions (laughs) And seasons of, you know, I don't know if I'd say talking to a guy or just, you know, developing some type of relationship with a guy, whether a guy that I liked, whether it was just a friendship or something like that, but wanting more and wanting to, you know, to feel deeper and to feel like more committed in a sense. And I just wanted to kind of share yeah just thoughts about this thing called love because I think we can all agree those of us in our 20s and probably 30s too that it definitely looks a lot different than the generations before us it definitely looks a bit different from our parents 
and the way that they did the whole love and heartthrob thing, (laughs) I think that, I think at the end of the day, we're all humans and I don't think attraction really has changed in the way that we kind of find ourselves with people if that makes sense I think we're humans and we've always been that way I don't think that you know I think keeping that in mind that yes it looks very different from our parents but those kind of things that we feel in our soul and the way we interact and connect with others isn't necessarily has changed so much that now we're like alien to each other and etc etc but I do feel like a lot of things have changed I think social media and just the scale and universe of the internet has changed a lot of things that it has become a complete factor into relationships that have caused them cause relationships to you know make or break and this isn't saying that social media is is the is that to blame at the end of the day we're all responsible for our own actions instagram tiktok whatever is not causing you to behave a certain way you're accountable to your own behavior always that hasn't changed but I think it's just made the pool of finding love and relationships very (laughs) really really layered and just thinking about how many how many relationship and femininity and, and masculinity channels and tiktoks and accounts there are dating advice dating coaches and people showing their own romantic relationships and you know you're just thinking oh they're so perfect and like man why can't I find something like that and and just the jealousy and envy of that and then you have you know people (laughs) you have people liking girls you know thirst traps on Instagram and it's like hold on sir I thought you were in a relationship and it's just like all of this layer these layers of it just adds more and more to the pot I think it can make it complicated I don't think I'm again I'm not saying it's inherently wrong but I'm saying that this was not something that really our parents were concerned about just simply because it was not a thing and And then you just have to continue and add on the entirety of the internet and YouTube. And it's like everyone has an opinion on something when it comes to relationships. And all of a sudden it becomes about following the rules so that you can get what you want. So that you can get that person. So that you can get that experience. So that you can be quote unquote happy. And all of these parameters and then I don't know if you have felt this way this kind of anxiety if you feel like you're breaking the rules 
this kind of shame and embarrassment if you do double text someone and this kind of trying to play it cool when it comes to love and I think there's a problem if love involves sort of masks like those. I'd say around 2020, I kind of went through this journey that I would say up until now was kind of about finding myself as a woman and and figuring out how to try dating and relationships because it was something that I had started to really want um, as I was in my gap year and then started college and I think I I don't regret it at all I think I learned so much from quote-unquote videos and and books and and just talking to people because I just didn't really grow up with that experience I never had dating experience I'd what you would call a late bloomer and it just wasn't something that I explored like at all in my adolescence and you know part of that was just like my upbringing was very sheltered in that way and I think there was a lot of fear and I didn't have a lot of you know talks with my parents about those things like ever you know it was just like don't date until you're an adult um I'm sure a lot of you know African African kids can relate to that but yeah it was it was very eye-opening for me I think (laughs) to think about you know how I wanted to approach relationships what boundaries I wanted to have thinking about you know femininity and like do I feel like I want to be more feminine and, and do I feel like how do I embody that that's just not something I was ever taught how to do and and understanding how to you know date someone and how to you know maintain self-respect and and be confident and the list goes on and on and on and I think what made that period of my life also so enriching is that it wasn't just about the external part of that it was about you know going back into my childhood and and figuring out what things did I learn about relationships based on the the relationships that I saw growing up and what I wanted to change and what I could no longer bring with me as an adult if I wanted to have you know a healthy partnership a healthy marriage one day it was going deep into a lot of core wounds and a lot of just insecurities and even going to looking at ways have I been toxic and and how am I not embodying the thing that I want which is love in the world and really looking very very deep into myself and just deciding that I want to grow as a person And I think the best part was when I decided I wanted to grow as an individual, no longer because I just wanted a boyfriend, but because that it was just the most fulfilling thing, if that makes sense, that I wanted to, that the more I actually looked into myself and focused on growing, I said, 
this was this is enough actually and this is so fulfilling to kind of grow and and see that I could change see that I can change negative habits and mindsets and feel more comfortable in my skin and feel more confident and more worthy and enough um, regardless of my relationship status or what was happening or any circumstances in my life and so I mentioned that period of my life because it really showed me what love is and what love is not Recently, I've, I've kind of rid my feed on TikTok and Instagram of relationship advice and things of that nature or, like, just dating advice. And, like, it wasn't, like, a lot, but I was done <laughs> because these videos where it's, like, oh, like, signs that he likes you or here's how to tell or like how to get a guy or like blah 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 and for myself personally I also had to kind of put away videos on attachment theory and I want to be very careful because I think attachment theory is very good and I think everyone should dive into it and understand but for me I had gone through this like three-year process I think at this point of diving into that and now understanding it and and coming into a more secure attachment obviously I'm not perfect and I still feel a sense of anxiety in in dating and stuff like that but for myself I had to come to this kind of resolve that I was no longer going to worry about being perfect and showing up as the perfect person and I say that from a place of because I did the work of many years not because I don't think it's important or because I don't need to change no I think if you have if you're struggling with attachment if you're struggling with insecurities if you feel like you are exhibiting toxic behavior in relationships like please please do the work and start to heal and go to therapy do everything you can to be released from it and again I don't say this to say like I'm perfect and I've done the work and so I don't need to worry about it anymore no but what I'm saying is it feels like that chapter of my life at least for now is done and it's it's time for me to no longer look into the past or look into these kinds of tips and advice and signs because it's no longer helping me grow and in actuality I think a lot of it for myself is coming from a place of seeking reassurance that I'm doing it right and it's just becoming a thing about perfectionism rather than having faith and trusting in the work that God has done in me and that the work that I've done and this this is kind of what drew me to talk drew me out to now speak on love 
because I think there are so many voices online and there are so many people telling us about how to have love in this quote-unquote successful way and I'm not saying that it's wrong and again for me it was a season that I needed to kind of understand dating and understand myself and what to look for in a partner and and how to work on my wounds so that I would have a healthy and fulfilling relationship so that I, I will but I say all this because we look at all of these tips and we look at all of these signs and all of this stuff and I feel that overall it's coming from a place and at least it did for me of this kind of overarching thing that's happening when it comes to romantic relationships. Since the beginning of time, we've all wanted love, to be loved, to be seen and valued, and be desired and to be in partnership um, with someone and with people. And I feel our generation is really struggling with that. And I say that almost with tears in my eyes because just personally knowing a lot of people um a lot of women and men who seem to just really I just feel I've known and heard so many stories from my own friends and even just you know people um in general really been burned by people and by experiences and by this thing called love and it's it's not hard to find some kind of heartbreaking story somewhere and again I don't have the answers I don't know if this is I'm sure it's not a phenomenon unique to this generation. I can only speak on what I've seen and the personal um, anecdotes of people that I love who have just not been treated well. And, and, and I say this on like, and then you add in just a lot of toxic sources and podcasts to say this, this, and this about women, who say this, 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 and about men, and it's just this kind of hate fest um, on the sexes, and, and it just brings all of us backwards, I think, and it's just really just noise and toxicity and at the end of the day, again, we all want love and we all want to experience that and we all should be loved, but it seems that we're having a hard time with that. And I think in the midst of a lot of what's happening and... I just feel like a lot of people are struggling and I feel like in the midst of 
all of these articles and videos and sources, I still feel that many of us don't really know what love is. And even for myself, used to, I, I think I used to, to believe that love was just about someone paying attention to you and someone choosing you because you proved yourself to them and you proved yourself to be this kind of dream girl and perfect partner that quote-unquote deserved to be chosen and I feel that I learned that it was about putting on some kind of performance I believe that we also think that it's just about choosing someone who, you know, you can live with and enjoy, but you don't share a lot of the same values or you don't see eye on a lot of things, but they're attractive and it's fun. And so it's, I guess, kind of convenient. But sometimes I feel like that can lead to a lack of care and a lack of accountability when relationships like that are not as meaningful to you and you know stringing someone along for that kind of thing unless of course it's something that you both agree on but I just think we I think sometimes we're asking the wrong questions does he like me you know it's like I I would ask myself constantly all the time whenever I had a crush on someone and it's like for me to even have that question it kind of answers it in itself and just being like well if he likes me then that's good and we're good to go and and that makes me my ego feel good because oh this person likes me and chooses me back and it's like trying to analyze and decode someone's behavior I don't know I just don't think that's really what love entails love will let you know love it won't be a question it won't be something that's keeping you up at night it won't be something you have to constantly ask your friends it won't be something that isn't sure I honestly, I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm just saying things at this point, but I really just am not sure if we know what love is and we're trying to call it something else, but love involves safety, it involves care, it involves support, it involves sacrifice, and it's and I, I believe that it's it's rainbows and butterflies, but that's not all that it is. It's action and it's intentional care for another human being's heart, for another human being's soul. And I think we're just not sure, or at least for the longest time, I wasn't sure how to see it because I just didn't know what it was and 
and I thought it was something quite different. And and I, I still, you know, I'm learning and I'm still seeking to understand. But once I discovered that maybe my definition of love, my definition of what makes a good man and what makes a good person, it definitely has changed. And so I just want to offer to whoever's listening to this that maybe you feel a lot of pressure that you're just not getting it right because you're not finding true love. You're just really struggling to feel worthy right now, to feel like you're enough, to feel like, you know, why can't I encounter this thing, this genuine and good desire in life. You're not alone. I'm certain of it. I think there are hundreds, maybe thousands, I don't know, maybe millions of people in this kind of boat. And this isn't for me to put some kind of damper on love, that it's not, that it's impossible and that it doesn't exist anymore. That's silly. I know a lot of people who are in in such fulfilling and beautiful, committed relationships. So it's possible and it's true. But this is really for those who just can't quite understand or figure out what's going on. And... I think in the past I'd be like, well, like, go and analyze it and go and figure it out and and figure out what you can do to get better results. It just sounds so silly saying that. But I don't know if this is helpful to you, but once I began to kind of surrender, surrender this topic and the tips and the expectations that I was putting on myself, even expectations I was putting on people that I didn't even know well enough to put those expectations on. Once I decided that Almost just enough was enough that I wanted to set myself free from this. Did the feeling about it change? And make no mistake, these, the revelations and the peace that I feel more so in my, in my dating life. And I don't feel completely, completely healed, but all of these things that I've learned it wasn't because I was just this noble person and I was like, wow, I'm just going to be more hopeful and optimistic about love. No, all of this came through heartache. All of it came from heartbreak and pain. And again, I never been in a relationship with anyone, never had a breakup or anything like that, but just so many situations of unrequited love or being ghosted or just seeing someone literally physically pick someone else right in front of me and just this feeling of wow I cannot understand why 
I can't seem to find love and just feelings of embarrassment and feelings of insecurity and, and you know just insecurity and questioning myself and questioning my worth and my value and my attractiveness and my the way that I look and the way that I am the way that I speak everything all of the sort of peace and conclusions and hope that I now have about love didn't start that way it started from immense pain and and I just feel that I just feel really led to just to tell you that maybe you don't need another TikTok about why reasons why you're not in a relationship maybe you don't need another YouTube video an hour-long YouTube video telling you how to you know <laughs> attract and not chase a guy maybe you don't need another tutorial another book maybe you just need to feel just feel what that pain is trying to tell you instead of you know hitting it over the head with knowledge and facts and proven results maybe you just need to feel completely just sit alone in your room in the dark and just cry journal but but first not even journaling first it's just sit there and feel that feeling in your chest in your heart and just let it be and not try to judge it or control it or even piece it back together in that moment to just feel it feel like man this sucks man i just want love i just want a relationship that's good and healthy and fruitful and fulfilling and to just sit there and just feel it and just say man this sucks and and not to judge it any more than them not to say i need to be better i need to do better or i need to just like let go and i need to just no <laughs> just feel it for a day feel that pain feel that confusion and then i offer journaling about it pray about it Maybe that's the first thing to do, honestly. Just really feel that feeling instead of trying to fix and solve the situation. I find that surrendering to the reality of what it is that is my, you know, situation that is, you know, the truth of how things are in my life. That yes, I'm 25. I've never been in a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. But I want a relationship that's healthy and, and, and joyful. And, and I don't want just any, you know, sort of situation or anything like that. But I, I completely surrender to that and I say this is my life and this is my story and I'm not ashamed of that 
I'm not ashamed of that because it's it's right for me. It's right for me. And I just think we all need to start at this place of of feeling instead of knowing, of trusting, instead of trying to take control and figure out everything. I found that in every situation where I really liked a guy and I wanted him to know it and I wanted to establish some sort of connection and, and then I would just try and, and take control and, and try to, you know, move whatever was happening forward it just never ended well for me because there are certain things that you can control mostly yourself but there are some things that are out of control that are out of our control and I never in my life want to do that again try and you know get someone to like me or to see me if they couldn't see me the first round well then goodbye if they you know didn't want me in the first place and yeah people can change but I'm I'm not going to try and manipulate or change your mind because I like myself and I don't want you to like some edited perfect version of me I really think it is about surrendering. I really think it is about trusting and having faith because it it was hard for me to take that mental turn because I've just been like, God, like, hello, the clock is ticking and I want this now. And why haven't you brought someone into my life? But anytime I tried to surpass God and I tried to you know, go on dating apps knowing I hate dating apps with a passion and 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 knowing that, you know, I, like it's fun, I guess, going to bars and stuff every now and then. And I like doing that, but like not really. And I don't want to meet a guy at a bar and I don't, you know, I'd rather go to a bar with my friends, you know, with my girlfriends. And, and so it's just like anytime I try to like, manipulate my way and 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 try to get to this thing that I wanted it just made me feel so bad inside it made me feel icky it made me feel like why am I going against who I am as a person and it, and it's because I just had no trust I had, I only had anxiety I only had like this feeling of time was running out and I and I want this now so I have to do you know as a person I've always been a very determined person and and whenever I have a goal or something or a dream that I have in mind, I go at it full force and I put everything in it and myself into it. And I think that's great for dreams and, and goals and career, but I was trying to apply that same philosophy to my love life and it's just different. There's a lot less control that we have than I think that we realize when it comes to love and when it comes to meeting people, when it comes to finding that person, when it comes to all of the circumstances and things at play that go into that. But me, I was just constantly thinking I could force my way just like I 
you know, and bring my determination and ambition to that area of my life, but it just made me feel so outside of myself and it didn't make me feel good and it didn't make me feel beautiful. It didn't make me feel like I was being authentic to myself, but all I could see was that thing that I wanted, that thing that I was crying over, that thing that I was just so desperate for and just seeking. And it's like, that's that's just why I, I just say, if you're in the same boat, that trying surrender, trying faith, and, and now that I feel that I trust the timing of my life and I trust that what's for me is not going to miss me and I don't need to manipulate my way to this thing that I've been hoping for. And so the last thing I want to say, because I don't want to make this super, super long, but I think the last thing that I've learned recently is the idea of hope. I think I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but I think hope is really important because after you face a lot of defeat in love and get your heart broken so many times, hope is usually one of the first things to go, that feeling and those thoughts of I'll never find anyone and I'm just going to be alone and there's no one out there for me, etc., etc. And that is the thing that you can't let die. I know it sounds really cheesy, believing in hope and and all that stuff, but if you don't have hope, if you don't even believe that it's possible you can find love, then, well, it makes your chances a lot more slim. If you don't even, if you don't even have the eye to see it when it's in front of you. And it's hard. It's it's hard when you've seen a pattern in your life over and over again. And no matter how many times you try to break it, no matter, you know, what you try to do or how you try to change, etc. This, this block keeps happening. It's like, how can you have hope when this, no matter what you do, you just keep failing? I completely understand but all the more reason that's why you can't give up because that's all the more reason why hope is necessary because eventually you will give up and you'll turn into a villain and you'll turn bitter and you won't find the thing that you're looking for hope says okay i don't have it now but i i hope that i will I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it in my life yet, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. I have hope. I have faith. I trust that it will happen. So I just want to encourage you with with that last piece as you go through your week, as you go through your day, your month. Hold on to hope. Because honestly, that's all that we have at this point. Honestly, like that's all that we have. That's all that we have. And and to to get rid of that, well, you're done. Like it's just to believe 
that there's no hope, that you're not worthy, that you'll never be enough, that you'll never find him, you'll never find her, you'll never find them, well, well, then you're already just lost. You already threw in the towel before you've even ended your journey. So I encourage you, I encourage you, if you're going to read anything else, if you're going to look at anything else or watch something, to feel good and to feel better and again i'm not discouraging you know tiktoks and videos and and books please no don't think that but perhaps look into the idea of surrender look into ideas about hope look into ideas about resilience and this will be another podcast episode but look into what love is what love is towards yourself, towards your family, towards your friends, from God. And begin to understand love because I think what, that's what we're all kind of looking for. And if we don't cultivate that in ourselves, it'll be a lot harder to find. And this isn't me saying you need to love yourself first before you like fall in love, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm saying... If there's this thing that you want to see more of in the world, then you have to embody it. You have to know it. You have to live through that value. You have to live through that energy and that kind of mindset. If you truly believe in the power and beauty of love and you want that in your life, begin to cultivate it right now inside of yourself. And that's not just saying self-love, which is so important, but it's saying love flowing through you towards others towards self towards god towards family towards community what does love actually mean at its core at at its source what does it look like what does it sound like what does it do if you're if you're looking for love begin to be about it and and cultivate it and learn about it instead of you know just looking for these bite-sized tips that can just be kind of overwhelming at least for me to just continually absorb but begin to just be the thing that you're that you're you're seeking you know continue like start to embody it and understand it a little bit more because that's helped me so much to see what love is and what it's not and I think that's a big thing if you're looking for something to know what it is in its purest and truest form okay that was (laughs) that was something um i'm so glad that again that you tuned into this episode and and i really hope that you feel a sense of validation that you're not alone you're not crazy you're not you know the only one hurting in this in this space and realm of romantic relationships there's me and there's so so many other people and i assure you that as many as there are people you know going through this and feeling it there's also people healing and finding hope again and finding love at its core Um, in a myriad of ways and I feel grateful at just these last 
few years of my life. And I feel grateful to God that I, I feel that I'm starting to be, and that I'm in that camp of feeling I can look back at different situations and different crushes and different times in my life. And I understand why things had to happen the way they did and the lessons learned and how they've just grown me as a woman and as a person. And I'm grateful for that. And I truly believe healing is possible and joy in this area is possible. And we all just have to hold on to that as much as we can. Hope is so important and so powerful. And I hope that you feel, oh my gosh, I've said this word so many times, but truly, this was for all my my lovers out there, those people who love love, who, who just really value it and love speaking about it. And, and I hope that this confirms some things for you. Well, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that this season, I hope that you feel encouraged and I hope that this opened a door for you to be more vulnerable, to to think about something in this area in a different way and to kind of come back to yourself, if that makes any sense. And if so, please feel free to reach out to me, as always, kind of in light of, you know, what I talked about. Oh, I'm taking an overall break from social media for the next few months just because I just need to clear my head and have less noise, um, you know, coming at me on my feed and, and stuff like that. But please feel free to reach out to me. And I think I'll put like a podcast email actually on the website or in the show notes in case um, you want to discuss this or you just feel like you really related to this episode in particular um, and want to talk more about it. Please feel free to do that. Um, again, I won't be on Instagram as much as so if you do send me something, I might miss it. But I'm just really praying and hoping that this helped you feel some sort of peace and thank you for giving me the opportunity to kind of open up this topic on the podcast this won't be the last episode on love I assure you that and in the meantime have a wonderful day week month keep hoping (laughs) keep keep the joy as much as possible and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.